Greetings, friend, and welcome to the Between the Covers podcast, where we are constantly striving to become the heroes of our own stories. Today, I wanted to share some on the topic of why your story matters. Every single one of us has a story. Our story matters, and it is worth telling. In my work helping men just process through their own past that is coming up in their present behaviors, one of the things that has been so crucial is diving into their story, figuring out what it is that is driving this behavior. Where have they come from? One of the benefits of sharing our own story with others and why it's so worth telling is because our stories impact each other. I have worked with people who they have just shared some of the most heart-wrenching experiences and they didn't know that what they went through wasn't normal. It's one of the saddest realities that we have so many people who have had awful, even traumatic experiences. And for them, it was just normal. When we share our stories, what that enables is for someone else to speak into it and to be able to tell us that maybe something wasn't okay. Maybe that something was incredibly magical. Maybe something that was so profound that they end up walking away a completely different person just because you were brave enough to share your story. Now, one thing that is important is you need to make sure you're sharing your story with the right people. Not everyone is going to be safe. Not everyone is going to be empathetic or compassionate. Not everyone is going to understand. And that's something that I have seen people get burned by, and it's so unfortunate. There are some clients that I work with that they are working through some unwanted same-sex attraction. And I use that term very specifically, the unwanted same-sex attraction. I'm saying this because... If someone is a member of the LGBTQAI plus community and what you're experiencing in your attractions is wanted, then great. There's no judgment, no condemnation. I encourage you to live your best life all the same. But for people who do wrestle with an attraction towards someone of the same gender as them, and for them it's unwanted, then there are some places where it's just not the safest to talk about your story and talk about these experiences. Because these people have been ostracized. They have been judged. They have been... They've been kicked out. They've been pushed away. And sometimes it happens from people who are supposed to be the most loving and caring people. We're talking family, 
faith communities, even like best friends. So I feel it's important to specify that when I mention about sharing your story, that there is a benefit to sharing your story. And you also need to make sure that you're sharing it with the right people. Not everyone's going to be accepting. I wish that there were more people who were accepting and were safe places and people to just be honest about our struggles and our past and what it is that we're dealing with. And unfortunately, not everyone has had the privilege of finding those safe places, those safe people. And yet your story is still so important. Your story is so important to share. There is an interesting thing that is showing up in some research studies on what is being described as experience taking. And this this involves people who have read fictional stories. And I have a friend of mine, I haven't been able to confirm this statistic because I haven't found the study that he referred to, but there was a study that showed that people who read through a fictional story of a protagonist who was overcoming incredible obstacles, I think it was 14, like, up to 14 days later, had a belief that they were the ones who had accomplished and overcome those overwhelming obstacles. And it is this phenomenon known as experience taking. I think it's one of the reasons why I have enjoyed the fantasy, the fiction, the video games and the movies that I enjoy experiencing because there are a lot of stories out there of these heroes who are doing incredible things, overcoming insurmountable odds, and they're succeeding. And that really strikes a chord with me. Because for a long time, I did not feel like I even had that ability. I can absolutely see myself as someone who has benefited from this experience taking just from reading or hearing someone else's story. And that's what sharing your story can do to others. Sharing your story can help other people to experience their own senses of success. It can unveil trauma. And here is where sharing your own story can not just benefit you in just the telling of the story, but also benefiting others as well. To put it quite frankly, we live in a very much less than ideal world. We live in a world that still has racism. We live in a world that still has classism, that has all of these phobias towards people of different ethnicities, towards people of different 
faith traditions toward people of different sexual orientations. And that means that we've all gone through some horrific things in our past, in our lives. A part of my story is I was bullied for... I always go back to when I was in the sixth grade and I was about 12 or 13 years old. Yet it happened even before then. I was a pudgy kid. I'm still not the most fit individual. And I was quirky. I've always been quirky. And that brought about some unwanted attention from my peers and even from some of my teachers even. And because of this, I had some really horrific experiences growing up. Experiences where I was unwanted, I was unaccepted, I was ridiculed, I was discriminated, I was teased. I grew up in a very conservative area in southeastern Washington state. And in the sixth grade, when my twin brother cut his hair because he couldn't handle the bullying, I became the only boy in the entire school who had long hair. That garnered a lot of hostile attention. There was an assumption that because I was a boy and I had long hair, then either I wanted to be a girl or I was gay. I suffered a lot of emotional and verbal abuse, and that's had a profound impact on me. For years, I never told anyone about what was going on. Years. A decade. A decade at least. As soon as I found some people that I felt comfortable and safe with opening up about this part of my life, this was the darkest season of my life. I found a lot of compassion. I found a lot of grace. I found a lot of acceptance. And we've all been in these situations. I don't know of anyone who hasn't had some kind of traumatic experience. In recovery, and I know some people don't ascribe to this, Yet it does seem to fit anecdotally in a lot of the stories that I share, especially in terms of when you have individuals who are comparing traumas with each other, is there is this concept of big T trauma, which is something like experiencing a murder, being in a war zone, just being involved in some grand traumatic experience that was very short in I mean in terms of the grand scheme of time and the universe it was brief but it was huge and impactful and then there's little t trauma and that is not as traumatic experiences that are taking place over a much more prolonged period of time. If you were to take my story of being bullied, the unacceptance that I experienced, the discrimination that I experienced, and you compared it to someone 
who is involved in a hot, active war zone where there are bullets flying over their head and having to come back and reacclimate as a citizen and suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder. What I went through wouldn't really be able to compare. And at the same time, it's my experience. It's what I went through. It's what's impacted me. And it's also one of the things that very much impacted my maladaptive coping mechanisms. It crushed my self-esteem and my self-worth. It made me believe that I couldn't live up to this concept, this idea that I could be the hero of my own story. Now, does that mean that what the other person experienced is less significant than mine? No, absolutely not. It doesn't matter because we can't compare our experiences because it's what we've gone through. It's all that we have. It's what we know. And so it is important to share your story so that other people can give you some input. Those who are healthy, those who are going to be compassionate and non-judgmental. And at the same time, it also connects us. A lot of people have gone through experiences of being bullied. And I have experienced a lot of people who have been able to relate to my story. And it makes them feel like they're not alone. And that's probably a more important point about how this bonds us, about how this how this brings us closer together is we often believe that we're alone, that no one can even understand what we've gone through. And if that's where you're at, I am so, so sorry. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Because I've been there. That is a horrible, horrible place to be. It's a horrible place to believe that you're alone and no one can understand you. That you're not loved. That you're a mistake. And I want you to know that you're not alone. Regardless of what you've gone through, you're not alone. There are those out there who will understand. And thankfully, we live in a time when we're more connected than ever. Sharing our stories brings us closer to other people. And this is one of the things I have heard from so many different people as I have worked on my own recovery and I continue to help other people process through their own traumas and overcome their maladaptive coping mechanisms is that we are hurt in community and we're going to find healing in community as well. Our survival instinct to protect ourselves by not getting close to other people is actually keeping us stuck where we're at. That is why it is so, so important for us to find 
that safe community that we can open up to, that we can be honest with. I have been on my own journey of healing for going on nine years now. The first five years could not even hold a candle to what happened after those five years. Because I found people that I could be honest with. And when I started sharing my experiences and I experienced people accepting and loving and not condemning, not judging, they just accepted me and validated my experiences. It made a huge difference and it brought me closer to these people. And I really sincerely hope and wish the same for you because we all deserve, we all deserve to have people in our lives that we can trust who accept us and yet also don't want to keep us stuck in our pain and they want to help us get through it. Another important thing about our stories is our stories drive our behavior and they drive our decisions. A lot of times even more than we even realize. Going back to my story, it's really the only thing I have is my own story. But going back to it, the people who during that time I believed hated me the most, the people who didn't understand me would be a better way of putting it. The people who bullied and criticized and ridiculed, most of them were my peers. Most of them were boys. Some of them were even adults, teachers, family members. There was a long, long while when I felt like I was not even safe in my own home. I made some decisions to avoid men because to me they were unsafe. It's sad to say, but the person who was the closest to me while I was growing up was my twin brother. And because of these experiences, I even pulled away from him because I believed he was going to hurt me. I believed he was going to hurt me like all of these other men. And that is a behavior that has taken me a long, long time to overcome. And whenever I get around some people that I'm not familiar with, I will naturally gravitate towards the women in the group because it was my peers, it was the girls in my classes who accepted me more. And I've always been more comfortable with the feminine than I've been with the masculine. And whenever I'm around a group of guys, whenever I'm around a group of men, and if I don't know them very well, I am very reluctant to get into and participate with the group until I have had time to observe 
and evaluate whether or not that these men will be safe. This was a behavior that was just a part of me. It was just how I acted. And it wasn't until I started sharing my story that I realized that, oh, there's more going on beneath the surface than I knew. I mean, I knew. I knew that I was bullied. And I knew who was delivering the blows verbally and mentally to me. What I didn't know is that I took the actions and the words from these immature individuals who had their own problems, who have their own stories, who have their own insecurities. And I took their actions and I painted with a wide brush to include all men. And that was something that was a mistake. I had made a vow that I was not going to draw closer to men. I wasn't going to trust them. And now some of my best friends are men. And if I still, if I did not tell my story, if I did not find any kind of healing in this area of my life, I would be missing out on some really awesome communities and relationships. It is so important to tell your story. And you have a story that is so worth telling. And I sincerely hope that you do find that safe community or that safe person that you can share your story to. Probably the most important thing is it is impossible for us to become the heroes of our own story if we do not engage with our story. You can have someone who is the most charismatic and encouraging and uplifting and like a true go-getter out there. And it just seems like everything is working so well for this individual. And even those, those people that we can look at who seem to embody these characteristics as having it all together of being the heroes of their own stories, seeming to know what to do and how to handle everything. Some of those individuals, yeah, they are the heroes of their own stories. And some of them are victims to what's happened to them in the past. And this is how they have learned to achieve, to accomplish, to cope with, and run from what has happened to them. Don't take your story for granted. If you're here, if you're listening to this podcast, then you have something that is so valuable to bring to others. There are people who are going to benefit from what you have gone through. But first, we need to process what's already happened and not normalize any of the garbage that we have gone through. We don't want to normalize any messages that I was too young and didn't know better. I was too weak. 
oh, boys are just being boys. That's just how men are. No, 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 no. What's happened to you is important. What's happened to you is impacting you today. And you can find the tools and the skills to overcome what has happened to you in order to step into your own power and your own confidence so you can truly, truly become the hero of your own story. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you like what you're hearing and you're interested in working with me, there is a link to my website in the show notes and also a link just to schedule a free 50-minute one-on-one call with me. Let's get the conversation started. Also, please rate and review this podcast so more people are able to find it. Thank you so much, and I'm looking forward to talking with you again soon.